0: Welcome to episode 6 of Marvellous Pod, where we'll be talking about episode 7 of WandaVision, Breaking the Fourth Wall. I'm Laura Stewart-Berry, and I'm joined by my co-host Matthew. Hello! And Abby. Hello! So, first a quick reaction from everybody, and obviously I'm going to go first. (laughs) For me, to use a sport ball reference, it was a game of two halves. First being, okay, but then it really picked up once uh, Monica entered the hex, Abby. What were your thoughts? Did you like this episode?
1: I did like this episode. I liked this episode very much. There were points where I liked it less, but they were more scattered throughout. So generally, on the whole, what was good was very, very good. And also, it had possibly my favourite moment to date. Suspense. Keep us in suspense. Matthew, how about you?
2: I- it's hard to say you don't like the episode when it ends that way. When a, when a show ends that strongly, it's like, oh, that was amazing. That was wonderful. To, to which, listening to the two of you, I've been thinking, like, was it any good? Is this a decent episode? I've made notes, so there's stuff going on. Um, no, yeah, really liked it. It was good. Mm. Brilliant. I, I liked it throughout, and I don't. I, I'm surprised at hearing the Game of Two Halves thing.
1: So. Abby, yes, enough suspense. Tell us your enough favourite already. Bit. My favorite bit was the moment where wanders in the basement and she turns the corner and there's another door. There's another door and there's a little corridor and she goes through a little corridor and it's just oh, it's all castle. Oh, I loved it. Ah, oh, just and and the vines and the tray and the stuff and the doors and ah, oh, just needed more architecture, guys. <laughs> just like <laughs> transitional lighting, you know, you're out of the horrible basement into the fascinating castle that's, that's fine, I'm good now I just, I, the lighting, the design the camera, the everything, that was just enormous joy I forgot about the children, I was not interested I didn't mind about the witch just, uh, <laughs> she's Castle's great oh I loved it yay <laughs> also that and Paul yeah. Bettany falling off his chair and hitting the boom with his head um, <laughs> just yeah, just a little bit fall goes a long way. So, building on that, what did you guys think of
0: the sitcom this this week? Yeah, Frick,
2: It kind of happened. I I think I'm. Um, you know, listeners for all the episodes will will remember my rambling about Paul Bettany early on. It would help if they had a comedic actor doing some of this comedic acting.
1: Well, I didn't um, feel he was I in it. Think... He didn't seem to be in the sitcom.
2: Yeah, he. No, I, I think he was supposed to have been in the sitcom. It didn't feel like he was, though. He's he's sat there giving these modern family style. Fox I quite like the Vox Pop, but that was just um, Paul Bettany.
1: He even did the little thing that Paul Bettany does all the time. Yeah!
2: Yeah, the bit where he's scratching his ear and stuff. Like <laughs> if he's you've a robot. have seen Paul what? Bettany
1: <laughs> give an interview. He's perpetually in this. Yeah, that's just playing yourself, which is. But that's also yeah. why I just kind of didn't quite get it. Like I, I didn't feel this landed the sitcom. It it felt odd. I mean, maybe it's supposed to be glitchy. Which sitcoms mm. were we in?
0: So this was the key one: would be Modern Family. But then you you could also, I suppose, push Parks and Rec and The Office. It's the the kind of mockumentary. Well, the
2: the the opening theme was The Office. The opening credits. Um, the vibe was very much Modern Family.
0: Well, it's the actual, the I thought the opening credits, the visuals were very much like um happy endings. Oh, I've forgotten that. Yeah. Okay. Just mm-hmm. mm-hmm. actually, the credits—it was Wonder, wasn't it? All of it mm. was Wonder.
2: Wonder, 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 Wonder. I know what you're doing, Wonder. And then good business. catch. That was weird. <laughs> mm, enjoyed that. Um, and then another sitcom reference at the very end with the monsters. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Which is why I've been walking around singing a Fallout Boy song all day, because I can't think of the monsters without thinking of Want to Dance Like Uma Thurman. And that's my day at Not that the point. Worst day. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's particularly strange because you've got Paul Bettany, who I don't think delivered anything of what was supposed to have been funny about his sequence with Darcy. You know, she was fine and i don't think it landed anything from elizabeth olson either
1: i thought elizabeth olson did a wonderful late 90s woman i thought the accent was fantastic the the kind of the pitch and the shoulders and the stance okay. again if you look at her playing women through periods of time it's hard to think of a 90s woman in inverted commas but i thought she really delivered something and i i really appreciated that i thought it was very interesting um, but it wasn't oh. funny. Yeah. Yeah, but worse sitcoms funny. <laughs>
0: well, so this is the what two thousand. We're two thousands now. Is the American yeah. Office
1: funny? Yeah, yeah. There are bits of it that. are. Oh. Y-
2: your mileage may vary. Modern Family is very funny. Certainly, the first half of it.
1: I have seen bits of Modern Family, and I didn't hate it. What I think they did really <laughs> well is the particular Elizabeth Olsen
0: was. Um, I can't remember who she what she's called the character, but. The blonde mum
1: in Modern Family. She's a really good impression of her,
2: Mrs. Dumphy.
1: Can we take up the bit where I said '90s' because I am clearly sidetracked by the shirt? <laughs> I was going to say '2000s', and what I wanted to say was she sounds like Hannah Montana. <laughs> 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 Let's try that again. I really enjoyed the way Elizabeth Olsen did her best Hannah Montana throughout that kind of the stance, the low voice, the just kind of sort of nodding aspect of things the shoulders yeah just very drawling, very straight-faced throughout a lot of it um things happening around her and she's just like i don't care but very low <laughs> i don't care <laughs> <laughs> the very 2000s woman we don't think of there being a 2000s woman <laughs> in in uh, sitcoms <laughs> but i would like to say there was and there it is um i think also if you think about how i met your mother you get some of that in there from mm-hmm. like Robin Sparkles and that kind of thing, just kind of that that observer woman who's just sort of mm-hmm. there. Uh, interesting, cool. I think the the one
0: bit of the the comedy stuff. So yeah, really good recreation of those two camera things, but not particularly funny. Mm-hmm. Yet. But the only bit I really didn't laugh at was Agatha and actually uh, did buy a Child once. And the delivery of that <laughs> was just perfect.
2: <laughs> there were a few times they did the turn to camera, raise eyes at camera, which you know were okay. Paul Bettany's was a little droll, a little sort of British. Mm. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen's as well were, I think because she was having this slightly manic episode throughout is part of the thing with it. It it didn't didn't necessarily land the funny, it was oh there's stuff going on here, I'm not sure I can laugh at this. You have
1: to wait a long time for the little face at the end of I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm fine. A long time. But when the little face comes it's all worth it.
2: I yeah. just a case of the Mondays, right? Mm. <laughs> mm.
1: But yeah, I, I don't think two thousand sitcoms are like the laugh out loud funny. It's not kinda of gag, gag, gag. I don't think, in the same okay. way. Um
0: no, I'd agree with you, but I've definitely laughed at them before.
1: I laughed when Paul Bettany hit the <laughs> thing with his head. and I don't need much. <laughs> <laughs> I did need a laugh by that point, but um, but that was all it took. But still, I, I found that a bit peculiar.
2: I, I found there was a comment from Wanda when I think the kids were taken off and she said, I'm going to have a quarantine style staycation. Did they
1: put that back in? Just who would say that? I Why would you say that in weird. 2019? Why would you say that? It's <laughs> Wonders fault. I tell you what, if Marvel's reveal is this... <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> pandemic is a wonder.
2: Episode 8 is lots of Zoom meetings. In <laughs> yeah. um,
1: what, and Episode 9 is just world leaders and it is a conspiracy?
2: <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, but like, I was thinking... The MCU basically skipped five years from 2018 to 2023. So they've skipped, you know, they've actually done themselves lucky as long as nothing else happens. Such <laughs> <word>. um, <laughs> In the meantime, that they're not going to have to deal with this as other shows will have to. But yet, that's a kind of acknowledgement that this is a thing that people can understand. It, 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 it feels slightly future anachronistic.
1: But this, I sense. mean, WandaVision was done, right? Pre pandemic.
2: I don't know.
0: I thought Uh, it was. I think think the filming was done, yeah. I think so.
1: I mean, to be Mm. fair, if there was one thing you could drop in. But what a weird thing that would be to drop in.
0: Yeah. But you're right, Matthew. The fact that they have jumped those five years, there's also, would the pandemic be as bad if you've only got half the population?
2: Well, exactly.
1: It's all stacking up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) There's strong evidence now for this kind of COVID Marvel introduction of a new character.
0: Before we get ourselves sued by Disney by suggesting that they have <laughs> planted in the pandemic. <laughs> it was Agatha all along. Was it though?
2: Absolutely was. Mm. That's what the show's telling us. That's what we take it as.
1: <laughs> Some of it was Agatha all along. So which bits do you think was Agatha all along? Well, I think the Pietro thing. It I think the fact that it, that Pietro's there and that he's that Pietro, but I still feel like there's there's more strings being pulled than that.
0: There's been a few articles that um there's two that I read. One said, "Oh, so now we know that Agatha created this reality," and another one that says, "Oh, now we know Agatha has actually been puppeting everybody and not Wonder." And I thought, "What? I didn't, no, I haven't seen that bit.
1: I don't get either of those things." and she i mean for example we know that she didn't send the drones in um we know that she's not controlling monica like there are other things happening that wonder is not clear on what is happening so i think it it's fair to assume there are more forces at work here i think um and i don't i don't quite know I feel that Agatha is more of a, a kind of parasitic influence here. You know, Wanda is doing something grand with consequences, and I think Agatha wants something uh, from from this reality, or from Wanda, she stands to gain something. I don't know, I feel like she is almost like doing a job to get something as a result of the work that she's doing in this. So maybe kind of the interference is Agatha all along, the disruption mm-hmm. and so on. But I, I feel like the motive has to be bigger because at the moment there isn't really a motive. It, I don't Obviously, it wasn't a surprise to any of us
0: that this was Agatha. I mean, that thought it was beautifully done, the reveal. Absolutely beautifully done. And that theme tune I have played <laughs> on repeat. Just going back and playing that bit again and again. Jaunty music. Including going through and actually trying to work out, right, so what are they saying she has done? And there's one bit I couldn't really work out what it was where... It's the uh, magic show scene And she's just mm-hmm. sat at the table And she just kind of conjures some purple wiggly woos But I couldn't really work out What it was she was doing there you know, What was the impact of that wiggly woos On the, of those wiggly woos On that um, scene
2: Is she the one who made Senor Scratchy escape?
0: Is it when Wanda becomes pregnant? No, but this is the the magic scene Oh, I so see what you mean, that she actually mm. Oh god <laughs>
2: No, I I had the same thought that yes, it's a bit like but we saw Wonder was doing all that. Yeah. So
0: it's interesting your point though, Matthew, because the scene does start on Miss um Senior Scratchy. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. That's part of the thing that I find really interesting. They were really heavy on the rabbit this episode. Yeah. Hey, she's got a rabbit, Who's by the, the way, rabbit? she's got a rabbit. No, and, she's holding the rabbit. And weird. the rabbit's a good listener. Um mm. and in a really weird, like horrid cage like the cage for the rabbit does not look like the sort of cage you'd see in a sort of sitcom 2000 setting
0: it looked more like a travel cage mm. doesn't it you take it to the back uh, yeah it was it? all
2: yeah uh, uh, just a bit manky so
0: well i always thought mm. um, agatha's house was a bit it's very dark mm.
2: mm it's all nice and blue and white on the outside inside it's all wood panels and hey
1: ceilings mm
2: it's
1: mm. almost like it was half a castle isn't it Almost. <laughs> with
2: a fly on the wall. Yeah. Mm. When do we see mm. a fly on the wall? At, at the start of that scene with... What's her name? Um, when do we see a fly on the wall when, in the comics? Oh, Tell who us, knows? Abby. There's too many comics. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I feel like we will see soon enough. What did we think, <laughs> just speaking of, of Agatha's house, um, about the post credit scene with Pietro? Um, my first thought was I really hope that Monica punches him. I
0: mean, that's a <laughs> good thought. I, I agree.
2: <laughs> can you punch a speedster?
0: You can give it a go. Well, if you're Photon or whatever her name is going to be. What is mm. her name
1: going to be? She's got oh.
0: different ones. But she was Captain Marvel at one stage, wasn't well, she? Well, exactly, yeah.
2: So we'll see. Yeah. Um, on all the Agatha stuff, and yet the amazing, amazing credits. So, that, so there's no lyrics over the opening credits, which I was like, okay, fine. They can have a week off. But they were saving the best for the end. Yeah. Amazing. It's terrific. I have loved the internet's reaction to it in a number of different ways. But particularly the main thing I've seen is everyone who have being like, you know, I knew Agnes was going to be Agatha. You know, I've read at least a comic and I know she's a thing. This we, we all saw coming. And then when it happens and all the images have just like jaws dropped, like, no, <laughs> like people genuinely surprised because they they kind of didn't hint at it. They were They were such light touch hints that Marvel could not have done anything with it and it would have been fine and then because they just went so heavy on and now we're going to have Catherine Hahn gurning at the screen showing you all the funny stuff she's done Like and we're going to double down on the villainy of the piece amazing
1: and we're going to give her a song as you say you, you don't yeah. get songwriters that good and not have them do something no. every episode and now you've pointed out that out yeah. that's yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. it's sort of obvious really isn't it <laughs>
2: And and Catherine Hahn singing as well. And it's so it good. It's
1: so good. And there's yeah. the spin-off we would love to see. I, d- I did tweet the one of the
0: writers of the um, songs to say, can we have the musical, please? <laughs> Agatha <laughs> the musical.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a really nicely done reveal in the context of the show. Because we you know, it's a reveal, but it doesn't necessarily tell us what it means, who she is, what her... You know, it's saying she's insidious and perfidious and she's done these things. We don't necessarily know that they're... Bad things that she's done. The thing with her, like I don't—is that just to turn people against uh, Monica, make Monica seem funny? Turning up with the flowers—that maybe the flowers that were in her basement—I kept meaning to go back and check, and I haven't. She gives them flowers when they first arrive, and she was like, oh, "I was out of town." Hmm.
0: She get, it came across as more trickster than evil, hmm. you know, kind of Loki-like.
2: Yes. And that also reminds me of the other great meme that I saw, which was people doing it. was Agatha all along and doing Agatha drinking wine whilst the Battle of Endgame goes on behind her. <laughs> and like, Behind um, Dormammu in Doctor Strange and stuff. i not seen that.
0: <laughs>
1: so, help
0: Abby, because I thought Agatha was an ally of Wonders
1: in the comic. Yeah. I thought so too. <laughs> um but you know she she is a witch and she has her own interests and yeah i mean she has quite a lot of her own stuff going on so there's not it's Mm. it's not to say that this is i guess incorrect i don't know um yeah it's not what i expected (laughs) there's still time for a face turn is that right yeah, I think what I would say is that I, I sort of expected them to be in on it together. And I think that when you look at kind of how she right. is around Wanda, it's not necessarily an antagonistic thing most of the time. It's more like she's kind of chaotically maintaining, perhaps. Mm. Okay. I mean, like, for example, who is Pietro? Did she, if you like, skin mm-hmm. someone as Pietro? Are they someone else who would be destructive? but she just kind of pops on the X-Men version um, of Pietro, and that will make it okay for Wanda, and he's not altogether sure why he's being Pietro right now, but that's fine. <laughs> um, she kills the dog, because that's nice <laughs> yeah. to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't know, maybe the dog was disrupting things, causing children to grow up too quickly. Um mm. Or did she want them to grow up?
0: Because if they're I don't know, if she wants to harvest their power or something and it grows as they grow.
2: Or or she wants to see if Wanda can bring things back from the dead.
0: Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Abby, we rather you said about the um, post credit scene with Pietro. Mm. And
2: we rather mm. jumped mm. past no.
1: that. What was your take on it? I thought Pietro looked rather dishevelled. <laughs> um and, and odd. And it had been odd up to that point that he wasn't in the episode. Um, mm-hmm. I think what's missing from this episode is quite interesting. You know, you don't get anything with Wanda and Vision together, yet you get kind of Darcy saying, oh, your love is so real. Um, and you get Wanda doing her level best to keep them apart. Um, you get references to Pietro, mm. but you don't get Pietro until the sequence at the end. It There were a lot of interesting choices that kind of made this quite scattered I think as a watching experience and even going back I kind of couldn't quite stack up how it went together um, you know the scenes out of the hex, in the hex it was quite an odd experience watching it back because you're like oh yeah this, this hmm. bit was here and this bit was, it's like a tin of biscuits there's just no kind of organisation
2: <laughs> they've been shook around <laughs> and the bourbons are in the <laughs> custard creams and they're all <laughs> like they're all biscuits,
1: it's fine <laughs> but it is madness <laughs> <laughs> You're doing some good faces there, Matthew. What have you got?
2: Uh, uh, Wonder is creating these impediments to stop me returning home. I think that was Agatha all along, would you believe? Oh,
1: interesting.
0: Oh, yeah, that would make sense.
2: Because, mm. yeah, Wonder uh, even says early on, if he doesn't want to be here, there's nothing I can do about it, Yeah, which is really interesting in turn of and she's keeping me away. But actually, mm. I don't see why she's keeping him away, given she's Increase the hex to keep him there.
0: Yeah, the only thing I was thinking mm. about you know, imagining that they're going to be spoiling for a fight, mm-hmm. but they
1: didn't seem to be, did they? Oh, that's why. It...
2: No, he's concerned about his kids. That's the
0: no, no. But she, she doesn't mm. necessarily know that, does she? No, if but... she's not um,
1: mind reading him. But she is also mm. sort of super chill wonder, So you know. Yeah. No, I think that's a really good point. She's quite excited to watch Netflix. Or like mm-hmm. the CD that comes in the post, you know, whatever. <laughs> um.
0: I, it's it's interesting. I I am convinced we have somebody else coming onto the scene as far as um, Big Bad alongside Agatha. There's just so many clues being dropped. But I, I'm also a little disappointed because I really quite, quite like it if it was Agatha. <laughs> mm. Which actually, can I just go on a slight rant here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Previously, we've talked about how positive the um, fandom interaction on Twitter's been. Mm. Probably, actually, just before this episode came out, but then afterwards as well, I've sort of seen this rash of really sneering tweets um, mm. about how shallow people are because they are either wanting or expecting a big bad, and they don't have the emotional maturity to just be happy with a show that's dealing with grief, PTSD, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I don't, it just really annoyed me because be completely on board for a show that that's what they were going to do. But the reason I want slash expect a big bad is because that's what the show has been setting up.
1: Mm-hmm. And they've
0: dropped so many hints that to now not do it, it would be, it would make it poor writing. But And I understand, you know, people not wanting oh, no, definitely not wanting the usual third act massive CGI mess that we've had with a lot of um, well, all, all superhero films, really, a lot of them. But I don't know. I, I, it's it's just a really unpleasant time. I I just think why can't
1: it be both? Yeah, and, and I would be surprised if it was not going to be both. There's nothing to suggest that this isn't going to be a show that deals with grief and PTSD at the crux of it. it because it kind of has to, you know. Like Vision doesn't seem to survive outside the hex, and there's a lot of unresolved issues. Going on, but I think if we've learned anything about Marvel, it's that everything happens with a big bad, and it's not that we can't be satisfied; it's that we're watching a Marvel film or mm-hmm. a Marvel TV a Marvel se- series, well, a Marvel series. And
2: and this is exactly what Agents Shield became: mm. two half series with a big bad and a big plot, and they have to defeat it.
1: Yeah, mm. and that's mm. kind of what the comics are, by and large, you know yeah, sometimes Mm. the evil was inside all along, but it's still a big bad.
2: (laughs) The evil was the friends we made along the way.
1: right? (laughs) Gosh, that should have been the tagline for this show. (laughs) But yeah, absolutely. If this was a conversation
0: that was going on, you know, after episode two or something, Hmm. then then absolutely I can see that as being, or that might be a way that it goes, that they do keep it very contained to it being what's going on internally with them with wonder but if they were to do that now it just
1: well how would it end if if this was about kind of grief and ptsd and the trauma that has been incurred on the road so far what what do you end up with at the end because when you've been building all of this kind of motive and spectacle from the outside as you say it would be bad writing for they're not to be some kind of cathartic reason change because otherwise you're just kind of ruining a perfectly good sitcom <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> like goodness knows there are plenty of sitcoms that are traumatic and tragic and difficult and <laughs> you know
2: <laughs> but e- even if it if the big bad is wonder and it it is about her dealing with depression and everything that's still fine but it's still yeah, you have to build up to something. You have to have a Crescendo. climax to your story. Exactly, absolutely. Mm. Mm.
0: And I think if that mm. were to be, if that was what they were aiming for, we would see the climax as being something like what we've already seen with Monica sharing her grief with Wanda.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you know, I was I was expecting to see that probably a little later on than we've seen it.
2: I I did like it that it was Monica. Telling Wanda to kill her—that sort of brings Wanda down. Like, yeah, that is going to be the source of Wanda's PTSD. Someone asking her to kill them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which Vision might have to do again, Ooh. if oh if sort of using him for nefarious purposes.
1: Oh God, not sure I can tell mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't think I want that either. Okay. <laughs> if we could just pass the memo, no to that. <laughs>
2: The, the 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 sword and vision thing is interesting because Darcy's full email to Jimmy Wu mentions the fake communique mm. that it says something like Heywood sent a fake communique with her name on yeah. it, and and the fake communique is the one that Vision reads.
1: It's the email in
2: the office when when he when he wakes up Norm, and it's about high levels of radiation present at perimeter, effect on Westview residents unknown, um, and it's that that's one of the big things that starts him thinking there's something not right and we have to help these people and it's his investigation that leads him to try to get out of the hex and go back to sort and that's why he was so waiting know. for him yeah exactly is, is there like a robocop-esque you know primary directive that he has to follow of protect the innocent and that's what he's being made for and that's what they're trying to instill in him
1: it's still the email maybe. that could have been a fax still sore about that, it's been weeks Not, not the point I'm making I'm here still, I'm still there, that's how deeply the show is affecting me Weeks on, could have been a fax Would have been better <laughs> um, Just speaking of small details though, just really quickly Wanda's bedsheets
2: mm-hmm. And and some of the cushions in the background yep. as well Co- Covered in hexagons Love
1: it. Oh. Love it But also so period, you know mm. <laughs> Little joy The rest of the decor was a bit sketchy, I thought. Well, literally sketchy. It kept changing decor. It did uh, that. (laughs) stalk came back. That was weird. Yeah, wow.
0: So, talking of big bads, what are we feeling? Are we still on the Mephisto train or Nightmare or or someone completely different?
2: I, I could see it being Mephisto because they have been dropping the hints. And I feel like this is a show now that wants you to be following the hints to it. Um i would like it if it was wonder really if 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 there, there was something that agnes is there and she's actually trying to help wonder or make wonder more powerful but without necessarily taking over these people I, I don't know just something something more um an ally that you don't see what she's actually doing sort of thing if it was just oh and the devil wants your children that's that that is very comic booky
1: I'm pretty sure we're getting the Devil Wants Your
2: Children Yeah, because they have been dropping those hints, haven't they?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but then again the engineer thing was a diversion I still think we're getting an engineer Hmm. Or at least a diversion for the week
0: Hmm. No, I think um, Major Goodall Major
2: Goodner
0: Goodner. Um, I think that was more delivery person And we're still getting an engineer That's some big reveal
2: she did use we at every stage. It's true. Did we get your specs right? Have we bought you the right thing? Which just... mm. mm.
1: is... <laughs> now the engineer has to come and like fix his half-truck.
2: Yes. Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're getting Mephisto. There's um a very devil-like looking symbol on one of the columns in the castle. Okay. Version of the basement.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, I'd note we saw Dottie again for the first time. We did, didn't mm. we? That was nice. Yeah, missed her. Though I'm so I'm so Mephisto obsessed that upon stage I thought is Jimmy Mephisto, and I can't remember <laughs> why. I wrote that down. I've gone back and watched it, and I can't remember why the hell I thought that.
1: but that that is it is the first time that Mephisto appears is in the form of a fly in the comics, and the way they're really like here's a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a few like Marvel fly on the wall things, but like you know, strong.
0: Which is weird, then, because I'm pretty convinced that if we were getting Mephisto, that the rabbit is Mephisto, but that would mean they mm-hmm. were both in the same room at the same time.
2: I, I think the fly on the wall might be a hey, remember this thing we did in the comics? Wink, wink. Okay. But also, it's the rabbit.
0: Yeah, it's just because the way that Agatha's carried it down to the basement, I see that mm-hmm. transforming into somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I don't remember, but a previous episode I was talking about that I'd seen something about Scratch being something to do with the, the devil and I looked okay. it up mm-hmm. just for this one and Old Scratch or Mr. Scratch is a pseudonym for the devil so Mr.
2: Scratch interesting C hey. so Scratchy CC oh, like oh that's good mm.
0: and then we get the creepy looking book
2: mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. made me think
0: of the Darkhold
1: Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean it doesn't look like it tell me what that is because I don't think I've got that for an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. evil creepy book what does it do does it got legs
0: um uh I don't remember legs um, It's basically If you read it It kind of takes over you And so There's a character Who's a Life model decoy Robot Who reads it And then creates This evil Reality Which is actually A computer oh, simulation hey. called the, the um, Framework Mainframe Framework 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 Yeah
2: I think And anyway I'm...
0: When you read it Bad
1: things happen Well There's that
2: Evil Evil book of evil Yeah <laughs> And then Ghost Rider takes her back to Hill, is the last thing we know okay. of it.
1: Hmm.
0: Also, something I thought was interesting about that book is, it seemed to to me, I went back and looked at it a couple of times, it looks like it's got orange wiggly woos.
1: Well.
2: Mm. What do orange ones do? Taste kind of tangy.
0: <laughs> this is something I then started thinking about, is, oh dear God, Infinity Stones, mm. Purple Power Stone Agatha... Blue space stone moniker.
2: Mm, she can get between places.
0: Mm. Um, and she's got the blue. The mind stone's already there. Wanda's always a bit difficult because she's red wigg- wiggly woos, but she's meant to be from the mind stone. But if we said mm-hmm. red reality, the only one we're actually missing. Oh, well, and she has mm. changed
2: reality. Yeah. She has. That's a very fair point. Mm. So
0: the only one missing is the green time stone. The green, the time stone. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to be shocked if Doctor Strange turns up at the end of this. mm so is this potential with the Nexus, which we need to come up mm. to, but is, uh, one of the things could be is they're trying to pull the stones from other realities. Mm-hmm. To do what? Whatever they want. <sighs> I kind of hope not because I think we're done with the stones. as far. As, well, I'm done with the <laughs> stones. <laughs> <laughs> but just spotting those colours did make me think... Cause, oh, yeah, orange is obviously the soul mm-hmm. stone.
2: Hmm. Mm. Um I I was going to ask you if you thought what cameo you thought was coming? Um if there is still someone significant to turn up?
1: I Still want Magneto. Uh I think we could uh,
0: two I, th- I think we've got Mephisto and we've got the engineer.
2: Okay. What I given this show's kind of pedigree and audience it's pitching at, I would not be surprised if Wanda and let's say Agatha have a big showdown. Oh no, Wonder and Vision have a big showdown. And Wonder slaps Vision down and says, I'm the most powerful thing there is, there's nothing on earth that can challenge me. And suddenly a tall Englishman turns up, slaps her down and says, I'd like to challenge that theory. And Benedict Cumberbatch is there.
1: I always forget that Benedict Cumberbatch is tall.
2: <laughs> and, and and for them to fully pull a... Spoilers for season six of Buffy. Skip forward a minute if you haven't seen season six of Buffy. A, a full moment of Giles turning oh. up. Oh, uh, but they do it with Bendit Cumberbatch. Wouldn't
1: it be better if it was Giles, though?
2: <laughs> well, you, you know, yeah, <laughs> we always go for that. But...
0: <laughs> yeah, I, d- I really don't like the idea that we're going to get Doctor Strange putting her in her place. No, I agree. Okay. You know, I, I agree. I'm not saying that but isn't going to happen. I also, no.
1: I, I, don't, I don't think you go to this much trouble to have Doctor Strange put you in your place. I think Doctor Strange is... Uh, the rescue party. I think that he's going to put help put Wanda okay. back together after whatever happens at the end of this.
0: But I do, I do think we will see something that then leads us into mm-hmm. the film. Although there is such now a big gap between this and the film, I don't know what they'll do in between. Well,
2: well. So just looping back to our production mm. conversation, yeah. the production of this was stopped due to the pandemic ah. and restarted in September. And they delayed the filming of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness so that Olsen could film it back to back. It says so Olsen could, but it would also be because we're also waiting for our protagonist to be able to <laughs> finish his stint on this little TV show. And,
1: Interesting. Mm. Yeah,
0: I think that we're going to get, well, as I said, I think Mephisto and I think it's going to be a
1: hell of a actor. <laughs> yeah, who would be? That's that's a good point. Who's the actor?
2: What if it's Anthony Stewart?
1: <gasps> I mean, oh, it's not in the funny. Marvel Universe. <laughs> if it is, no. I want so many prizes, honestly. <laughs> if it is. You don't You don't think it could be um, Emma Caulfield? I, do you know, I seem to have manifested something
0: myself. Because <laughs> you know, in an earlier um, episode, I was saying that she had said, Oh, I'm the devil. I've gone back and watched the episode and I can't see it when she says it. So that's some, some. I think stuff. she
2: says the devil's in the details. Yeah,
0: um, and Ag- yeah, and then Agatha says,
2: says that's not all where he is. Devil <laughs> wink.
0: I could have. Swore. <laughs> I could have sw- well, I did swear that. Um, that Dotty also said, you know, from, oh, I'm the devil or something like that, and she does not. Mm. So I don't know
2: where I got it from. But she is also the one who talks most directly to her. Yeah. With the I don't trust you and. Yeah. That we've not had delivered on. No. So no,
0: I'm I'm thinking this is this actor that um Paul Bettney's been talking about someone he's wanted to work with all his life. And he's confirmed that we've not seen that person yet. Um okay. so All his life. I mean, he's not a young man. He's not, but again I was trying to work this out. Because um, I saw a suggestion of um Ray Fines oh. and therefore Ralph is Vista who's Rafe, which I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um, and I looked up, and there's only 10 years difference between them. But if you think... He says all his life. He's not going to mean since birth, is he? <laughs> so you could say
1: from your 20s <gasps> onwards. What if it was something. Anthony Hopkins? What, Ed's... Odin? Well, yeah, true. Wow. Short mind.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I mean... <laughs> uh, other names I've seen out the Al Pacino...
2: Oh, now that would be a get. Al Pacino as <laughs> the devil, having done Devil's Advocate.
0: Well, supposedly he has yes. said that he's, been, he's spoken to Kevin Feige previously. And he said okay. if you know he'd be up for doing a, an MCU film, it would be fun. You know, if you introduce him at the end of this, and maybe he's not vanquished, and then he ends up in mm. Doctor Strange. I'd love like Meryl
1: Streep. She'd be great. There's no two ways about that, really. Wearing Prada. Yeah.
2: What if it's Alanis Morissette?
1: Yeah, why not? You know, playing amazing. Yeah, Amazing. I
2: would like that. Because <laughs> she's, she's God in dogma. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. Dogma. Um.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, hmm. yes, I think we've got two big casting surprises. It's fascinating
1: how hard it is to think of people who've not been in the Marvel Universe <laughs> once <laughs> yeah, you start thinking well, yes. about it.
2: And, and, and because they're even now talking about the next round of casting, so I was like, oh, you know, Christian Bale and Keanu would be good. But they're talking about what they're casting them in at the moment, oh, and yeah, it's not he's this, so. in Thor isn't he? Yeah, I
0: think he's so. the villain in Thor.
2: So, yeah. Mm. So, I would like to see whatever the big casting reveal is happen at the end of next episode, so that episode nine doesn't have to deal mm. with the reveal. Yeah, it just. We've had a week to think about it and plot it. And that's the week I'm probably going to go back and watch every episode again. That would just be to, nice. You know, get it I all want cemented. the end of
1: next week to make me want to start again.
2: Mm. I, I think the reveal of Pietro at the very end of an episode mm. was really good. Yeah. Really well done. I think the reveal of uh, Agatha was really well done. Because we go into the next episode, we can just deal with it. Yeah, not not that's be. really good. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: you got to say it's it's landed its reveals so far, and mm-hmm. I I can't think of many shows that have solidly stuck their reveals, like they know what they're doing. And if they've got two, if they do have two more big mm.
0: reveals to come, as far as actors, I have seen nothing concrete,
1: you know, no at all. No, it's it's been good, close set business. <laughs> It's been closed set work. No leaks, nothing. Yeah, mm.
2: uh, yeah. And in terms of not just the reveal, but the development of the story, the fact this is out about Wanda's depression, PTS, her mental state, has been dealt with very well all, all throughout. You sort of understand it. And we're now at a point where we understand why she's doing it. They could take her either way, villainy or, mm. or going back into being an Avenger, a hero. But I feel like it's learning from something like Game of Thrones, where when you look at it as a whole, the twist with the Queen at the very end...
1: Spoilers for Game of Thrones.
2: ...didn't land because people hadn't... Yeah, spoilers for, for that show that everyone <laughs> talked about um, and that I've ranted about several times. But it didn't land because they'd done it almost too subtly throughout several years. And this, I think they've hit the points to make sure we know what's I coming. I
1: also think that there is room... For the sadness and, and I think that they have so mm-hmm. carefully had Wanda just saying No, I'm not engaging with this I'm not doing this And they've they've so carefully kind of fenced her off um, From her feelings You know, the the whole advert Feel your feelings mm-hmm. Break down well, And I, yeah. I think that that's wonderful Because I would say That we're kind of at a point Where you don't want somebody's trauma To be their kind of villain origin story, um sufficiently. Mm-hmm. And I think that Wanda already has in her usual backstory some really interesting um results of various traumatic things that have happened to her and that she's mm-hmm. done. And I think that the magnitude of her power takes her to very interesting spaces when um she's sort of faced all, with all of this grief and trauma and the idea that she would create kind of a would-be happy universe is in itself <laughs> such a painful concept you know mm. they they really have made space for something terribly painful and terribly difficult to watch um and that doesn't mean you can't have a great cameo <laughs> so <laughs> yeah but uh, but i do mm. i i am getting tense that there may be an emotional payoff that i'm not ready for at 8am on a friday <laughs> i'm wondering if i need to book a day off you know <laughs>
2: you could watch it at any time <laughs> no
1: so. matthew you can't <laughs> yeah clearly i go to work and people talk about wandavision that's how pervasive this is which not is really. kind of a wow, marvel honestly. first for me actually um you know mm. that's how That's how much it's what everyone's doing at 8 o'clock on a Friday, apparently, apart from Matthew, who waits, a few hours sensibly. I think it's interesting (laughs)
0: what you're saying about this idea that um, she could go either way. Mm Because when um, Monica says to Wanda, don't let him make you the villain, when she says, maybe I already am, there is no head tilt, which I would Mm -hmm. expect to see if it was a, maybe I already am. It was more an acceptance. So that felt more like, um, a sort of a I don't know, a self-esteem issue I'm not quite sure, but that part of that, that depressive type state she's been in in this episode yeah.
2: she's, she's never been truly in control of her own destiny, as we've seen in the films anyway She was given the powers and Ultron then used her and the Avengers have used her And, and she's mm. never really
1: been Wonder in the MCU at least mm-hmm. um, Which is, mm-hmm. is interesting considering that she's always been Wanda and not in fact Scarlet Witch um, mm. I think that's quite an interesting thing as well. She hasn't inhabited any part of herself that we've seen. So again, I thought I thought the advert was on the nose a bit, but n- not in an uncalled for way. Um, and it's interesting that that would be the thing they pick for the two thousands would be instead of having having these adverts that sort of focus on the traumas and the increasing presence thereof. Now we're talking about kind of medication and facing your traumas and and working through them in some way, like experiencing your trauma, which is also an interesting kind of journey that I didn't really notice we were going on until this week.
0: No. So just a reminder for anyone, this is uh, the antidepressant nexus that's advertised because the world doesn't revolve around you or does it? (laughs) and gives you back to your reality or the reality of your choice. So, Abby, mm. can you tell us about the Nexus?
1: I can tell you a bit about the Nexus, Um, in the sense that it's sort of the crux of of multidimensional travel. It, it's routes between dimensions. It's the ability to pass between dimensions and so on. But it's also held together by these kind of nexus beings and you get one of them in each dimension and i believe that wanderer is an nexus being um so i suppose in the sense she's kind of if if that's kind of how they're presenting her as being this sort of connective tissue if you like between dimensions and having access to that and you know the massive strain that that potentially puts on you the massive power that that gives you which she's not engaged with that we've seen um, or potentially hasn't had I don't know, activated I just, I find it so difficult because I don't really understand what MCU Wonder has been being because I I find it Mm -hmm. relatively difficult to engage with some of the films and I think one thing I have learned about this podcast is that there are a lot more people getting a lot more things that I'm not noticing and like they didn't even look at Wonder's book titles, they just kind of Infer things so <laughs> like, I don't have that level of inference here, so i I don't know kind of who one is and isn't thus far, um, but I think that there is certainly the potential for us to kind of get to it and you know put infinity stones to one side. Let's move into nexus beings, let's collect the set, maybe someone's trying to collect the set of nexus beings or their children. <laughs> maybe this is how she becomes a nexus being, could mm. also be. Could also be.
2: I, I can also see the thing with uh, Wanda and Agatha. Well, I, the thing I can see coming is that Agatha th- has the whole thing of, you know, they've been using you to pick things up and move things around. You're capable of so much more. See what you've done under my instruction or my with my prompting. Yeah, you can be I kind be so of like more.
1: Agatha as a mentor. Um mm. but I wonder how much she's torn between her own interest or like has she known Wanda previously? Because again, like, my understanding is that there's a longer history, but if this is her first introduction to Wanda, maybe she's you know, you see how she kind of goes to, I suppose, protect her from Monica or from Monica's threat to the Hex world. Um, how keen mm-hmm. she is to kind of maintain these things. I wonder if she is starting to empathise with Wanda and want yeah. more for her and whether that's selfish or whether mm. that's out of care i guess we'll find out yeah i do wonder if we're going to get a a
0: turn where agatha maybe at the moment isn't on one side but given whatever happens next maybe you know she does end up more on on her side as an ally i really hope this isn't the end of agatha i ho- you know i'd love to see her in future films or
1: what have you. I feel like she's been so strong but how does she work kind of outside the TV series? Um, so it depends how the films go. I also think it's weird how much this isn't really about vision for WandaVision. Mm. I think mm. we're really kind of diminishing vision, which is maybe fine, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, there's there's certainly less there than I expected and he doesn't seem quite so vision-y. the character of vision mm-hmm. feels a little a for me
2: okay i i think the vision thing will come in more to it as sword ramp up what they're doing but i think they needed other threads to come together for whatever that so finale is going to be yeah i think i think the whole vision thing that we've seen has been about him he's good and he's going to try to talk wonder down or Need to do something with Wanda. And at the same time, we have Hayward trying to get him to become a weapon. Whatever that actually means.
0: So, talking of S.W.O.R.D., Monica had
1: quite the development. Sure did. Hmm. What did we think? She just looked so cool. And and I I really like how much she kind of inhabits whatever transformation she's had. It, it It's as if she... I don't want to say knew it was going to happen, but it doesn't seem like a surprise to her. Mm. Um, and it's not necessarily something that she, she wanted or not. Like, it seems like it, it, it's almost like she's put on a suit. I mean, almost literally. It's a fact that she has walked into. Um, and I think when we think about kind of the changes that things have undergone going in and out of the hex, I think it suggests something mm-hmm. quite tremendous in terms of power. And yet she doesn't exercise that in this episode, which is interesting too, I think. You know, whatever the transformation is, whether or not she knows about what it may or may not mean for her, her concern is is still the human interaction she's come in to have. Um, And she's not going to try and smash it all down immediately or anything. She's still going to do the thing she was going to do. It's not all about her. And I think that's a really interesting thing.
0: I think it ties back to what we were saying before about her being, just being incredibly competent and cool under pressure. Yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. oh, well, this thing has happened. We'll deal with that later. <laughs> because I've got the mission.
1: Yeah, mission first.
2: Yeah, and I, I really like how they've gone for that, the, like you say, the human connection. It Again, it reminded me of, and this is probably why I've been thinking about it, the end of Buffy season six. Because the resolution is remember that yellow crayon, mm. and that's how they sort of solve win the day, as it were, is by making a connection rather than a big fight. Mm. Mm. And I, I felt
1: like like Wanda gave her so much, you know, all these things that that weren't explicitly her and Jimmy, um, and Darcy. That mm-hmm. it, it wasn't them doing that, but now Monica knows what a lot of the antagonism is hmm. so she can come around i
0: really liked the um fact when she was breaking through and then you had all the different monikers and mm-hmm. so there was monica after she blipped monica in the 60s and 70s westview versions and then um monica before she entered the hex as well as spacesuit, uh spacesuit monica i thought that was done really mm. well it felt really I thought the effects were great because it felt solid. It felt like she was actually breaking through something, not just walking mm. through some light. Mm. Um,
2: I, I, I like they played over basically all the stuff about her from Captain yeah. Marvel, ending with the, you know, when they were handing out kids, they gave you mum the toughest yeah. one. It really does feel like an origin story for a big character. You know, we're going to bring through everything we've had about her so far and watch this one. She's going to be important. Mm.
1: Mm, great. No, that's a good point.
2: In ter- in terms of the thing about uh, Catherine Hahn and Agatha being used in the future, when you look at the way they've used some of the n- not primary Avengers or not primary characters before, I could see her filling some of those roles. Like the the early appearances of Falcon, um, Phil Coulson in some ways. There's there's a few characters who sort of come and gone. Even Black Widow in uh, Iron Man two, like. Is just there doing stuff, having kind of their own story and a few things going on. I could see them having, and uh, there's maybe, you know, Catherine Hahn's rocking up for a scene or two in a Doctor Strange or a Shang-Chi or something, doing something, but is going off because she's looking after the Young Avengers or. <laughs> She'd be handy something. to
1: have around, certainly. She has a lot of transferable skills, mm. I think. Um... But yeah, I guess it depends, again, where we're heading for, you know, and it does feel like there's surely going to be another coming together and amassing of superheroes, mm-hmm. um, sort of generating through each other's stories. But I don't know how much I need another Avengers. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get one of those for a while. I think we're more no. likely to get smaller groupings,
0: like mm-hmm. Thor and the um, Guardians, mm. um, Wanda and Doctor Strange. I think we're yeah. going to get more smaller groupings and then they'll build up to another Weird,
1: lot. we're kind of going through these yeah. odd couples phase in the next, <laughs> yeah. next phase of Marvel. So, hmm. I don't know, I guess Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, that's three yeah. odd couples already. That really is the phase, isn't it? Who else? What else do we want to see? <laughs>
2: hmm. <laughs> and uh, and the whole Agatha and Wonder thing, until the reveal at the end, there is a heavy implication that wanda is controlling agatha obviously as because she's in the town she's controlling everyone but in this episode particularly she sits on the sofa she opens the door the door is covered in red wiggly woos door opens and she goes hello agnes i don't want to stand up and and it, it is she has called agnes there in the same way agnes has turned up to help them with the dog to help them with the kids to help them with the food at every time it's implied that it is Wanda doing that and now even more so with that scene. That's
1: really interesting. That's not what I I assumed at all. Uh, Especially in like the food scene in in the first episode and she keeps trying to get rid Mm -hmm. of her and she will not go away. Um, And Mm -hmm. like it always seems to me like she knows that Agatha will turn up because Agatha always does. And that's why she says I'm Mm. not getting up. Almost like I'm not getting up, you can't make me. Um... Okay. And also, how kind of, when when there's that, should we do that again part? You know, do you want to run that again? Mm-hmm. Um, Agatha's clearly able to kind of break away from things. Or when it's like, you did all that stuff right in front of, of Agnes. She's right here. And Wanda's just like, yeah, whatever. And and it it seems she almost takes the kind of rebellious teenager approach to her. Um as as if there's nothing she can do about it except kind of live with her.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I think all that feeds into my feeling of she's been controlling her. Like I say, it's it, it because she's been controlling everyone anyway. But it even makes me wonder if at the end this reveal isn't necessarily the reveal we think it is.
0: Sorry, so you think that one is controlling Agatha still?
2: Uh, it is Wanda using her as the fall guy. She knew it was Agatha all along and she's now setting it up that she's the villain. It, I, I'm probably speculating a step too far. I think but... she wants to know
1: where her children are, though. Mm-hmm. I do think that. And I do mm-hmm. think she's visibly creeped out by the house. Okay. It seems as if she's okay. not been there before, which is interesting. I don't know. I I feel like she's always kind of circled Agatha as if Agatha was the only one there when she arrived, something like that. Like, I wonder if we'll Mm -hmm. get like moving in day or something. Um, Yeah. (laughs) mm.
2: Well, we had the great, the start of that reveal is Agatha arriving, descending, it seems, and transforming herself black and white. Mm. (laughs) Mm, Love it. Interesting, but yeah.
1: Yeah, I think I, I would like to kind of have that spelled out just a bit more, kind of mm how how do they fit in together i I think we probably i think, well, there's not a lot of time
0: left, but I think we probably will get some kind of looking back as to how the hell this all started. Mm. I think that would be a really weird thing to leave us not knowing or did want to start this all,
1: or not. I thought it was really weird, just the something about the sentence of um and they wanted vision to be this thing, and they and they couldn't get him to work until. Wanda came and stole the body. And I just thought that is a lot of work <laughs> to kind of get this. Uh they couldn't rean- reanimate vision, but Wanda took the mm-hmm. body and then somehow reanimation occurred. Like it's it's a it's a very constructed sentence. Um mm.
2: and, and that's that is exactly what the email says. He's basically reading mm. out her email.
0: Yeah, I completely missed that that was a um That was something that was sent by Hayward.
2: Yeah, so uh, Jimmy Wu reads the email that Darcy sent him with the information about Project Cataract. But within that email, if you if you pause it, ah, magic pausing. The email has a whole thing of you know attached is a a fake communique that Hayward sent. Oh wow! Like, ah, and we've only seen the word communique used one other time.
0: Hmm. Anything else anyone wants to add?
1: I'm enjoying it i-i am enjoying it. It's still not quite the show I thought it was going to be, but it's also not become the show I feared it was going to be as well like it's it's kept enough in reserve, and I think that things like the all about Agatha, I was worried that there wasn't any more. Um, of that to come and it was all just going to descend into sludge but also by the way having the circus background thing rocks like that's very helpful Um, I think that was that really got me through the early stages of this episode and I think it made a big difference Um, having an ice cream van is much better than the tank you know do these things um, so yeah I, I really enjoyed f- a large part of this episode and I feel fairly convinced that, that there's enough now to see us through and to be able to like, I think we're going to be able to look at this as a good show, which was worth the time it got. Um, hmm. um, you know, maybe even better than that. <laughs> Matthew, anything more?
2: Um, Darcy's buttons on her coat look like Captain America Ooh. shields. Yeah, they did. They, um, they did. They had, they had stars in mm. their circular, you know. I mean, you know, they're stars in circular, which are kind of a very buttony type button thing but i like that i like that her circus outfit was on the adverts the the promotional yeah. posters for her that was cool i'm interested to find out how vision is waking people up is this a mindstone thing perhaps but because his power when he does it is yellowy so and i mean it's such a small thing but they showed the weather on the tv that it was going to be sunny and then they showed it raining so again, there's a sort of, there's a dissonance between what Wanda's experiencing, and what Vision's experiencing. Uh, why would Agnes mention the, the basement? Unless she wants Wanda to go down to the basement. So, I think you know. she
1: wanted Wanda to go in the basement.
2: Oh, absolutely. But this is not you know, snooping necessarily. Uh, and of course, the great line, don't listen to anything that man says, he is not your uncle. Like, she's telling us she knows it's not actually Pietro. So, mm. interesting.
0: Yeah, I had a few last-minute uh, bits. Monica, when Wanda uses her red magic juice on her excellent superhero landing
2: mm-hmm. textbook. She she does a sort of half-one coming into the hex. Because mm-hmm. cause Catherine and wife even was like, oh, superhero landing. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> and then they do it properly with her powers later on. So I dig it.
0: And I liked the blue eyes, but I'm really pleased that without just not just constant blue eyes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because it's sort of, I like the idea that she's going to be Monica still, because I really like Monica, and then she will be Photon or another name.
2: Mm. You know,
0: it's something she can turn on and off, not mm. that she is um,
1: now completely transformed.
0: Uh, I have no idea why they thought that the Rover would not be transformed
1: going into the hex. Yeah, Angie Peck said that. <laughs> like, why did they think that would work? And I was like, well, you know, armor tanks must work. <laughs> You know, literally.
2: I loved Major Goodner's, like, excitement and positivity to it, where he said, you know, oh, what do you think this is going to do? And, and normally the thing is all, you know, only a 25% chance, or, you know, some sort of jokey MCU comment. But she was like, it's the toughest thing we've got. It's going to sail through unharmed. <laughs> yes! Get it!
0: <laughs> I did enjoy Darcy and Vision's interaction where he was saying, we locked eyes, and there was this unspoken understanding.
1: <laughs> because they absolutely did, but it just sounds creepy as hell.
2: <laughs> I want to talk about last night.
1: Yeah. It's just all a bit <laughs> odd. Was it, I suppose if we're in a 2000 sitcom, it's lucky that's all we got. <laughs> um, and Darcy is the escape artist, mm. given she'd mm-hmm. been handcuffed to the truck, and I thought
0: that was clever. Um, not enough Jimmy for me, I want a bit more Jimmy. I wasn't very much Jimmy. Something for him
2: hmm. to do. Something
1: for him to do. Anything like enough?
2: No. Yeah, he he and Darcy, the two that I'm like, are they going to come to something, or did we just need extra characters? So they went, let's pick up these minor characters from other things. Again, you know, these are examples of minor characters that have been in the background it is, that yeah, you can use sparingly. It's interesting
1: to have mm. people on the way, you know, to have these characters that aren't really the sidekick, mm-hmm. and they sort of aren't even the ensemble. They are there, you know. It's, I think it's sort of that kind of feeling you have in life sometimes. Like, yeah, it was there, but I don't really know why.
2: It was someone else's <laughs> yeah. story. yeah. And, and
1: I, I don't hate it, but it does make for weird scenes. And I think it makes you realise how often um, you're so busy trying to work out why characters are in something. Like, There's always a purpose and they always have this kind of specific development, and all of these things. And it's also very interesting having um, Darcy now playing a character. Um, and I I like that she was like, yeah, I really wanted to be a character in WandaVision, even though she knows that like mm. everyone is supposedly having this kind of brainwashed awful time, and I, and I like that she's like, yeah, it's actually just not all that. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, she did not like it. It was awful being controlled by Wanda. So, mm.
1: and she's just been mm. ice cream fan with Paul Bettany. So, you know,
2: I I'm disappointed. I didn't look up, but I didn't check if like the circus people we recognised them. Is one of them the guy who was rude to her, or is one of them the guy who was she was rude to I in the like van? Vaguely recognize but. them, but they
0: have been in the dark a lot before. The guy who kept saying they needed to be on stage, I think, wasn't he the guy that when Darcy first comes in?
2: The the like official security yeah. dude. Hmm. But but I didn't check, and I'm okay. I'm like oh. I, meant I
1: wish he had gone on stage. I want to know what he would have had to do, <laughs>
2: <laughs> and what audience right? would have been there. Yeah. Ooh.
1: Yeah. So, I think we've covered everything we
0: possibly can. Join us next week when we'll be covering the penultimate episode of WandaVision. Let us know your theories and wild speculations. Contact us at Eloquent Gushing on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can email us at podcast at eloquentgushing.com. Matthew, where can people find you? Uh,
2: Wander around on Twitter. I'm at Matthew Vos.
0: And Abby. I'm at this A.E. Shaw. And I'm at Laura Geeks Out. Thanks so much for listening.
2: It was marvelous all along. Da-da, da-da.